Hello, my name is Brian Cuevas, and I'll be your host for this podcast series, mainly sharing my life experiences as an international student. However, there will be more content, so don't worry, it is not only about me. Now, I'm glad to welcome you to the International Podcast. Since this is our first episode together, I decided to call it Pilot. Not just to feel like this was a TV show, of course, but also because I want to make a connection between you, my audience, and me, the host. Or, in other words, I want to make you feel at home, in a place where you can relax, listen to my stories, and feel comfortable, motivated, happy, or have a combination of everything. As a host I am, I'll try to do my best to accomplish this goal. Though, I have to tell you, this is my first time doing a podcast. So, I would like your opinion, criticism, comments to help me improve. Without further ado, let's begin. My life started as a Mexican, with a cheerful but bit troublesome family. As I grew up, I learned Mexican's history, culture, tricolor food, parties, celebrations, and the colors of the national flag. I describe the food as a tricolor because a special fragrance of various Mexican foods use onion, tomato, and cilantro to honor our flag painted with the colors green, white, and red. On the other hand, adult people in Mexico tend to be friendly even when they don't know each other. Of course, not everyone is very sociable, but some people are and sometimes you can find it a bit annoying. Anyways, if you ever had or have a close Mexican friend, you will understand this sooner or later. Also, when you are in their home, despite their financial situation, they always have something to offer. Of course, not everyone is like that, but Mexicans like to treat their friends as family. Mostly by feeding them until they are satisfied, which usually increases their weight by some or various pounds. And the funny thing is that they compliment your body even if you weigh more than the average. Or at least that was my experience in Mexico. Do I was there any wonders or possible questions? Yes, I was a little chubby during my childhood. And I even got a nickname from my family that was Gordito, which means chubby, but they use it in a kind way, so I don't mind that. Still, it's kind of fun that the nickname came from me eating a lot. Anyway, experiencing these times made me realize that people close to you care about your feelings and want you feel at home when staying with them. So don't be surprised if people that you know are dressed in black with a large hat adorned with green, white, and red, playing Mexican music and singing out of your window. It's just your form to make you feel appreciated. Thanks to all these things, I love Mexico, and I hope something you do too. Going back to my life story, as I grew, my family experienced difficult times, which ended up in my parents having debates once in a while. Nothing serious, really but the typical discussions of married people, or at least that was my perspective. As a kid, ignore those things, but for some reason I thought that maybe doing what they asked me, which was getting 8, 9s and 10s in terms of grades, that's more like 
B's and A's will help them be happier. I know, Kidena sense thinking. Since then, I decided to do the best I can and don't give up, like they said. To keep it short, several years passed. During those years, I traveled to a couple of states of Mexico, met family from other places, worked selling things with my mom, and continued my education online by homeschooling. Then my dad left for two years to find some way to help our family finances. And I have to admit, it was hard to not have a father for a couple of years, but he was helping our family, so I understood, and because of it, matured a little faster. In the meantime, I learned everything I had to, including basic English. After those two years passed, he came back and told us about his travels, and that he stood in Alaska for some time as a tourist, I think. I totally share about this one though. This is where he met a person named Dave who helped him there and gave him the idea of moving into Anchorage, Alaska. When he came back, he told us about it in order to have a better life opportunity for us. However, that time he was very clear that the success rate of getting a visa was low due to various factors. Nonetheless, the spark of success lighted in our hearts as a family. So we listened to the plan and put our hands on working. Since I was only 15 years old and my brother was 13 years old at that time, we did what we could to support my dad and work together the best we could. Even knowing it had low chances of success, as the old saying says, who dares wins. That was her thinking the whole process. Finally, after having the documents ready, we went to Ciudad Juarez in Chihuahua, Mexico, in which state we had our interview at the consulate. And honestly, I think we made a couple mistakes. However, a month later, we received the good news that we were accepted. And man, at that moment, we got so excited about it. Anyway. After that, my family organized everything to travel for a shocking change from hot to cold weather. I did not remember how I was traveling by plane, so I was glad that at age of 15 years old, I had the opportunity again to be able to remember how glorious experience this is. But to my surprise, I ended up waiting two hours before the flight came. Do not waste time, I helped wait and check in our luggage. Passed through the scanner, taking electronics out of my backpack and putting them back into the backpack. Getting touched to see if I did not have anything suspicious. Throwing my gel because it has more ounces than allowed in a plane. And finally, way to get into the plane. After that I thought, ah, oh, this doesn't feel glorious anymore. Instead, it's awful. But let me tell you, that quickly changed after I got on the plane, and it took off. At that particular moment, I was stunned about the view through the window seat I got. And I enjoy sharing these moments with my family. Gosh, I even had the courage to talk to a girl sitting next to me that was in the same plane. But I was kind of ashamed that I did not have sufficient language to be fluent at talking at that time. Thankfully, I found out that she speaks Spanish as well, 
So we had a fun time talking. At the end of the trip, we exchanged numbers and went our own ways. The plane arrived in San Francisco first, but I still had to take another flight to Seattle and then another to Anchorage. So yeah, I had to go through the annoying process of quote-unquote passenger processing three times. Finally, when we arrived in Anchorage, we stayed at my dad's friend's house, whose name is Dave, and settled in his basement. Don't get me wrong, but basements might be scary, especially if you've seen horror movies, but this was very comfortable and had beds and rooms, which made it even better. After organizing our stuff, my parents enrolled my brother and I into school, into the school system and got all the vaccinations we were missing. If I remember correctly, for me were four shots, one after another. Thankfully, I'm not scared of needles or blood, so it was smooth but a bit painful experience. From there, my high school life in Anchorage was high school started. During my first year, I learned about how the system works in the US, because it is different from Mexico. And I was put into ELL class as expected. So that year I focused more on learning and extra careers, which ended up putting me in a normal English class after one semester, which is incredible, as English is my second language. That year I kept on doing my best, making friends, and participated in dance events for my Spanish class. Yes, I took Spanish even when I spoke it, because it was to practice and learn grammar as, as everyone does in their own language. Though it was kind of difficult to change my mindset from English to Spanish and backwards, but after some time you just do it like if it was a light switch and the middle of it was Spanish. I'm not sure how multi-language people see this, but for me, that I only know two languages, is like that. Anyway, my first year did teach me a lot, but I still have trouble using Snapchat because it's not as straightforward like other apps. There are streaks and people like to keep up with it, but I'm the type of person that likes to be busy and forget simple things, so after some time I couldn't keep up with any. Leaving a school aside, I met people from my neighborhood during my first year in the US. And with time, I got along with them. This ended up giving me lots of things, although I knew I couldn't pay them back money-wise, so I decided to save their help. Although I knew I couldn't help, although I knew I couldn't pay them back money-wise, I decided to save their will to help me and hope someday I can help them more than just giving them my friendship. At the end of this year, I made many memories of snow, including unexpected falls on the sidewalk. I also improved my ice skating and tried a bit of hockey, but I couldn't move as fast. Since I just learned how to keep the control at a decent speed, I had to say that was a life-changing year, and as soon as it ended, I felt proud of my achievements. In my second year, same school cycle, but I got to know new people, as normal, feel proud of being a sophomore, and that year my friend inspired me to join the swing team. I had lots of training with painting and fun, just like in all sports, however the team parties were just the best. 
the team bonding was felt between the team, despite of being the new member, and I met more people this way. And when the season ended, and when the season ended, and I thought it was over, I joined track and field because of another friend, which to my surprise was amazing as well. So I ended up having fun meeting a lot of people from my high school and others around. But guess what? After those experiences, I did not seem to have enough and I joined the ski team. I learned the basics and wow, I end up loving it. Outside of school, I had time to see places with my friends. I went to watch movies sometimes and even ate pizza in Anchorage restaurants. However, my time of leaving the country was getting close. My friends knew about this and suggested to get my own visa. Because at that time, I was dependent on my dad's visa. The year ended with me thinking about what would be next. Though I still had a half a year before that happened. After a couple months, I decided to just go ahead, do my preparations, and plan for this option in order to increase my education at university in the US. The problem was that I was still in high school. Thanks to my friend named Linda, I was able to present a test named GED, which I ended up doing in Mexico. Since during my stay, I had to do paperwork to drop out of high school. Since I was leaving, we notified the school and they did this for me, thankfully. After that, I took the GED test and passed it successfully. I was excited that everything was going well, but the unexpected came. The COVID-19 pandemic, which started at the end of my second year, December 2019. Since then, as you know, the situation got worse and the US government decided to close consulate to avoid a spread of the virus. So my plan of getting my own visa got cancelled because of this. I was shocked how unfortunate I was, but I did not let that affect me more and decided to wait. In the meantime, I worked in a couple Mexican companies to get job experience and keep using my English. While staying in Mexico, I also enjoyed it because I was back where my traditions are, right? So, it was a downside for my education, but not for my life entirely. I have to say that I am not the person that just leaves something because it couldn't get it one way. So, I took a course online to prepare for the worst case scenario which was really getting my education in Mexico. And since COVID happened, most things were online. I knew that the university studies are somewhat more engaging and active learning than the years before, so I tried to get into the best colleges. But even though I took their test in Mexico, I did not get enough score to qualify, mainly because I had a month to review everything I did not learn because of advancing all those years of high school when I was supposed to be a junior. So yeah, not my smartest move. Then a year passed with nothing more than job experiences. The next month I signed up for an online university that I paid with the money I got from working and felt it was not very helpful. Because the classes are very general, in the sense that to have the attention of the teacher you have to set an appointment 
with the teacher and this in the end I felt like I was learning on my own rather than having a professor explain me the options I had to solve a problem or complete something. After almost half a year the consulates were open again. With this I decided to follow up with the plan. I spent a month successfully preparing for it and finally when the interview day came I went prepared but nervous still. Thankfully that just helped me to not mess up and I got accepted. Thanks to my efforts and the support of my friends Linda and Lottie, this plan was a success. I had months to prepare for my trip and it was a little harder with COVID but I worked it out. When the day of my travel came, it was a bit sad but also the excitement of being able to return to the US was inside of me. With that, I spent emotional moments with my family before they let me go. Then I passed what I used to call quote unquote passenger processing. But to my surprise, the check-in bag system was updated, so I did not have to do much. I was glad to not lose time that, although I had to do three airplane trips again. So it was a long but smooth trip thanks to that. Finally, I arrived in Anchorage at 11 p.m., so I was very tired. Thankfully, my friend Linda picked me up and prepared a room for my stay. To summarize before university cycle started, we worked on having everything set, including me getting the first COVID shot the next day I arrived, and I had to also get ready to move into the university dorms. It was my first experience. I felt it took me a little more time than other students, but I organized everything to be ready to go and start a life on my own at the university. I'm here living in the rooms with one roommate named Ramiro, but fortunately we have our own private rooms. And this couldn't be possible without the support from my family, friends, and great people. Because of them, I'm here learning to be independent, and so far, let me tell you, it feels incredible. However, I won't forget where I come from, my experiences, and the effort it took. So I will succeed here to change my life for good, and in the future, be able to help someone like I have been helped. Well, I know this episode has been a little long compared to other podcasts but as i mentioned earlier i appreciate your feedback and of course i will try to make shorter episodes and as enjoyable next time though i haven't decided the time frame of each episode but i'm guessing one to two weeks should do to make an episode having that said thanks for listening to my podcast i enjoyed having you here and hopefully you'll be listening to my next podcast. Have a wonderful day. Talk to you next time.